Fade in on Harbor Vale, a sleepy town in coastal Maine, its residents continually harrowed by an unyielding mist that intrudes from the Atlantic. And, much like the town, veiled by this persistent precipitation, its residents veil secrets of their own. Secrets of an ancestral curse and the desire to embrace it. Secrets of justice, distributed in the shadows. Secrets of newfound duty and a life left behind. Secrets of bestial instinct, clawing its way to the surface. And as we cast our eyes towards these silent secrets, we shall delve even deeper into what truly transpires down by the bay. Hello, and welcome to These Silent Secrets. My name is Zach, and I'll be your MC. Today is a very cool day, um, because this episode, I believe, takes place within only a couple of days of our one-year anniversary of this show. There's a lot I could sit here and gush about, but I'm just going to jump right into the thank yous, because uh, that's where most of my gushing is going to take place anyway. Like the usual ones, thank you, Chase Green, Ghostlight Media, for making this show happen. You get it up every week, well, every other week for us, and we are always super-duper appreciative Doc Adam VO, thank you so much for your work on getting our transcripts out there, um, getting you know, making sure that this show's uh, more accessible for people that you know, are hard of hearing or uh, are deaf. We love that it's a thing that we can uh, uh, offer, and you make a big part of that happen. So thank you. And lastly, this is normally where I thank Nicole, but I think it's more important that I thank uh, all of my fantastic players. So of course. Thank you to Nicole Tuttle-Rob for everything she does outside of the show, but also for everything she does on the show. Avery is incredible. You're incredible. Thank you so very much. Same thing to Marcus and to Freddie and to Mariah. It is such a blessing to run for the four of you. You guys keep me on my toes. You make me enthusiastic to run, and I love you all very, very much. So, folks, today we're doing, uh, uh, as I like to say when we do things uh, uh, off uh, the usual sort of um, shtick, uh, things are a little different today. Uh, because uh, we've been doing this show for one full year, we thought it would be cool to do like a highlight reel. So, uh, this episode's a little longer than usual. Um, and it's just going to be uh, some sections, um, some plot lines that have happened over this year of the show. Um, as kind of maybe a little bit of a recap, a little bit of like where the story's been so we know where it's going. Um, so I hope you enjoy. Uh, and we'll get back to uh, the present of our characters um, in two weeks. Don't worry about sticking around to the very, very end. This isn't going to be an episode where I, I, I thank people and ask them to uh, uh, to you know, go here and go there and support us. All I want to say on our anniversary is thank you all for coming along on this ride with us. We're very, very happy to have you all, and uh, I hope that you're all here in another year. But with all of that out of the way, let's dive into this special anniversary episode of These Silent Secrets Down by the Bay. Stories. Now, there's an interesting concept. They can make us laugh and cry, drive us to great heroism or crippling fear, 
They can tell the histories of our past or spread heinous lies. We all have a story of our own to tell, and to hear the stories of others can be a spectacular honor or life-changing burden. In the case of our four terrific teens, their stories remain unfinished. So before the ink dries on their tales, let us all take a look back on where they've been in hopes that we may guide them where they need to be next. Young Love All of our teens have, in the midst of the chaos around them, dipped their toes into the pool of romance. For two, however, their growing connection has been a bright star amidst the darkness of Harborvale. Hey, question for you. Have you ever heard of a forever stew? Um, I can't say I have. No. It's like this, okay, so it's, re- it's this really cool thing that like old restaurants or like taverns or stuff used to do where they would have this thing called a forever stew. Mm-hmm. And basically it's like one big pot of stew that is permanently boiling. And like as they run out, they're just adding more ingredients and more spices into it. So it gets like really individualized and it just becomes like the taste of that like establishment. And as I'm talking about this, I'm just pouring random things into my bottle of Dora High Life. Um, God. And after I after I tell this story, I like take I like get another glass and just pour a little bit of like whatever upper mid shelf uh bourbon has been brought out and i just like pour a couple fingers of that and i take both of these drinks um i i can't i can't i can't um and they're like in like like horror on their face at specifically you saying jason's name i like look around for a second i'm like uh it feels like more than a 6.25 to me but okay and i just like <laughs> sit down on the ground with her and i'm like you uh Want to talk about it? Uh, that's usually my uh, line. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it is, but it seems like you're the uh, you're kind of the one with the problem right now. Can I ask you a uh, completely hypothetical question? Sure. Those are fun. Why would somebody be afraid of you? Uh, I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy. I, I can't really think of a reason, you know? Yeah. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. You can talk probably to me, fine. you know. But this, this is about you. You're the one with the problem. We don't need to. We don't need to turn this around. All right. Yeah. No. Um. Sure. Sorry. Um. But hypothetically, who who would even be scared of me? Hypothetically. Hypothetically, something that shouldn't exist. Avery, let me cut you in on a secret that I think that you already know is true. More stuff exists than you think it does. Yeah. I mean, before before tonight. Would you would you have uh, if I told you about a drink called Forever Soup? Would you have thought that was real? Never in my wildest dreams could I ever think of something so malicious. Right, and you watched three people drink it, so I'm just saying there's a lot of soup out there. So yeah, you go uh, right after the bell. Let's say you uh, track down Avery. That's great because Avery's also looking for you. Oh, there Perfect. we go. Perfect. Uh, hey, are you Hi. excited to go to the soup store? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, the soup store. Uh, <laughs> yes, there's so much soup happening, um, Jason. There's a lot of soup happening that I'm definitely going to need to talk to you about. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to go to the soup store because I, I need somebody to help me make sense of <sighs> the soup. 
Yeah, so a Avery will lead you to her car, and, like, when you get in, like, she grabs the steering wheel and just kind of, like, forehead on the wheel <laughs> before she goes to, like, put it in uh, reverse or anything. As, as that happens, Jason, like, looks around for a little bit and then, like, very awkwardly, like, pats your back a couple of times <laughs> while your head's on the wheel. Uh, thanks. Okay, um, so where, where am I headed? Wow. There is definitely a, uh, a whole big world out there, isn't there? Sure is. I mean, the, it's if it's any comfort to you, it's always been there. You just didn't know about it. I'm not sure if that's better. I'm not sure either, but like, I it appreciate. Was worth a shot. I appreciate you trying. So you've got I, like, we we know that you've got kind of your own thing. Yeah. Do you want to like? I I know like the vagueness of it, but I am. Um... Wow, I, I guess I've never really had to describe it to anyone, cause I, it's um it's a family thing. My um, grandma just has like, it. Like me, uh, cool. Yeah, uh, I guess if your family's in on it and it passes down from generation to generation, yeah, um, it's just uh it's a thing that I I can do, and uh, it's pretty complex, but it, it does have to do with understanding people. I I guess that's why I ask so many questions. That's why I talk to so many people. That's why I give so much advice. I am. Um, that's why you have a lunch office. That's why I have a lunch office. Yeah. Air quotes. Hey, I don't see you having a lunch office. Yeah, that's fair. You know what? I don't. I, strangely enough, eat lunch in the cafeteria. <laughs> wow, how strange of you. I know, right? Food's the food is a little strange sometimes. Yeah. I am. Um, I've helped a lot of people. Or at least I like to think I have. And I think that's why I keep doing it. My grandma thinks that it's a curse. And, and that it's torn apart families and ruined relationships. Which it has, and it definitely has that ability. But I, I like to do what I can to use it for good, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. And I guess, you know, it seems like, uh, like you try to help people a lot, so... I'm happy to be one trying to uh, return the favor, balance the scales a little bit for once. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, um, I also can turn into a raven. What? So do you want me to like park in the parking lot, park down the road? like? Um... Uh, just parking lot's fine. I mean, okay. I think first thing that we do is that we're just going to shop, you know? Like I, we, the so, okay, so the, the person that we're looking for uh, their name is Shannon Garrity. Um, so just, I mean, do you have any groceries you need? It's still a grocery store. Um, I mean, I, so so we're going we're going undercover, kind of. Yes, that's okay. what we're doing. Just like keep yeah. an eye out, like scan some name tags. If you see someone named Shannon, just like make a note, let me know, and yeah. I can do that. I I you know what? I can do that. Um. My character's name is um, is a is Avery. Okay. You're you're thinking about this too hard. I just don't want to mess up for you, you. You know. Like how I, often do you give a grocery store like employee your name? Knowing my luck today would be the first day. All right. Uh, what 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 name do you want? No, you're right. I'm thinking way too much about this. Okay. I'm, I'll I'll be Avery. All right. Um, 
But this version of Avery really needs rye bread. And why do you need rye specifically? I like lean in and get like really intense. Like like it's like uh, your acting coach at like 8 a like acting teacher like at 8 a.m. really putting you through some like emotional like ho- hoops. Because I am making sausage squares tonight for my family. I've never heard of this recipe. You'll be fine. Whew, okay. All right, we're here. Tomato. You know who else is in the bread aisle? You walk to get some (laughs) bread. You see Avery uh, with that fail who's just like staring at a loaf. I'm probably a little better now. It's been a couple minutes. (laughs) I like seriously contemplate just like getting the bread at the end. Um, but I'll like go go over to Avery and just like stand next to her like while I'm looking at the bread and just be like, so how you doing? Um, admittedly, I'm pretty bad at this. Um, but I haven't seen, I haven't, I haven't seen anything yet. Okay. Look, you, you have a recipe for what? Sausage squares? Is that what you said? Yeah, I figure that that's what the character version of Avery made for dinner. Okay. I don't actually here's have the, that recipe. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about about acting. It's a lot easier when you when you don't make stuff up. When you just do what you already are. What's a recipe you do know? I can make buffalo chicken dip. Get ingredients for buffalo chicken dip. No one's gonna. No one's. It's gonna be easier if someone asks about it. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. I will do that. But if I'm going to get all these uh, things, then you know, you're going to have to help me eat it later because it can go bad. So I this is not a bad this is this is a benefit. You tell you're telling me that we're going to do this job and I'm also going to get buffalo chicken dip out of this. This is great. This is great. All right. Well, this I'm, is a plus. I'm going to I'll be in the chip aisle then. OK, for part of the time. And then other I I'm going to go be me mm-hmm. okay <laughs> all right i like reach i as like you're walking away i'm like do you still need that rye bread for the chicken dip no Mm-mm, i don't and i, I like, put it back <laughs> yeah there you go oh avery darling hey grandma um this is jason a friend from school oh hello, hello. jason how are you I'm good. Nice to meet you. Very good. It's nice to see that um, Avery's invited a boy over. And All she right, sort of we're leans g- towards you. Are you sure Grandma, you don't need the Grandma? What? Please stop talking. Okay, fine. You know, I won't tell you that I went up to the attic and I did. I found a few things, but you know, whatever. Uh. You can keep talking about that, but later. No, it's fine. Yeah, we'll, nope. we'll have the conversation when you've got time for your poor grandmother. All I do is sit around here all day hoping my beloved granddaughter will come and spend some time with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my old and feeble age. As she, like, sort of is, like, you know, like walking up the banister to the uh, to upstairs and is, like, doing, like, huh, the fainting hand and is being very melodramatic. Have a good night, Grandma. Goodbye. And Do you like buffalo chicken dip? It sounds revolting, dear, but I hope you enjoy. Okay. Have a good night. And she disappears. I am sorry about all of that. 
She can be a lot. No, it's okay. I mean, like, it's weird that she doesn't like buffalo chicken dip, but, like, I can handle it. I'm glad that that's what you picked up there. Um, Come on. So Avery takes a big bite of buffalo chicken dip and just looks up at you and goes, so I think I'm going to do something really stupid tonight. Jason uh, has food in his mouth. Uh, Yeah, or soccer over Um, I think after you leave, I'm going to go um, meet um, a vampire. Okay. Um, I I, I think that I I agree with you that that's probably not smart. Mm -hmm. Um, Why? Um, Because they asked me for help, and I am nothing if not uh, accommodating to when people ask me for help, even if it's detrimental to my own safety. We should unpack that in a second. I'm glad that I went on on that trip with you. Like, I... I Honestly, if I'm being honest, I've felt like I've been neglecting me lately. I would probably agree with that. That seems like a pretty uh, fair conclusion to come to. And like I like put the the notepad down and I like lean forward and like I like tent my fingers for a little bit and I like lean forward and I'm like, so what do you think? the best thing for you to do with this information is now. Honestly, I have no idea. I, well, how do you do it? You, I mean, you're, you're so, you know, you go after whatever you want all the time, hell with any consequences. Like you you do what you want. You do what makes you happy. Like fucking forever soup. Yeah, man, that was good. How do you do that? Um, well, and I like take a, uh, I take the notepad and like scribble on one side of it. I say, all right, well, as uh, your completely licensed uh, psychiatrist slash therapist uh, today, I'm going to write you one prescription for, and I'll like tear the sheet out of um, the notepad and hand it to you, one week of only doing stuff for yourself. If anybody asks you for anything, you do not do it, except for this thing that I'm asking you to do right now. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd catch that irony. But hey, if that's if you doing this thing that I'm asking of you is what it takes for you to do stuff for yourself, I will accept that. And she kind of like looks down at her prescription and goes, "You know what? Um, yeah, I think I can do that." And uh, Avery leans forward and kisses you. Oh. <laughs> I think, like, Jason is very startled for a second. It's like, oh, okay. Um, this, hey, this, that this is... This is a turn-on roll. You... Okay. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Playable character romance! Oh, oh. That is a partial it? success. It's a partial. It's a partial. What happens? <laughs> you get a partial, of course. Uh, no, Stop! You're... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, hey, hey, uh, that was, no, don't, don't feel shame for anything mm-hmm. that you've done or ever will do or have done previously. Um, uh, hey, I just. Jason, breathe. I'm just sorry. Following a doctor's orders. Um, no, no, that was, that was great. Um, I will process this in a bit. 
Um, this was admittedly, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna, this, calling it the consequence feels mean, that's not how I'm trying to word this, but I will say that this is not something I factored into what I thought was gonna happen, uh, when I talked to you today, um, which is fine, it's cool, um, uh, 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 you can leave, Jason, I won't be offended. Okay, I am just, I, I, I didn't eat enough lunch, I'm, Rye bread and Jason uh, just kind of opens the door and like closes it behind him and then just like dissociates for like a couple moments and like blue screens. I would say I feel weird inviting you to someone else's house, but if you want to come to Jason's, oh, I think I you'd think, be welcome. Uh, I mm, I'm not sure uh, Jason wants to uh, see me anytime soon. Uh. Full disclosure, I know what happened, and I don't think it was bad. I didn't oh, hear anything. You were there. <laughs> Avery kind of like stops by Jason and goes, I also like what, um, I would like to have a conversation with you soon to apologize. Um, I feel like there's some yeah, things yeah, there yeah, needs sure. to be cleared. We, we can definitely uh, do that. Later. Yeah. Later. For, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, we gotta go to the... The beach. We have to go to the beach, yeah. yeah so, uh, so, but later, uh, uh, we'll, 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 a later people talk. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Step one is to buy one of these overpriced lockers. Yep. Step. Well, we'll start there, and then after that, I'm sure there's something else overpriced we can get. Maybe dinner. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, dinner. Yeah. Cool. cool. We'll find a place that is so fancy there's no dips on the menu. <laughs> or it's so fancy that, that it's only dips. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Well, hey, be careful. Xavier, okay? I will uh, keep you informed. Yeah, please, do. I was supposed to go to dinner today. (laughs) Like, I was supposed to, like, have a date. And I'm gutting a fish and trying to find Rumpelstiltskin's real name. Like, what is life right now? (laughs) There's still time. Yeah, I well, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, this isn't necessarily the, the date perfume that I wanted to wear. Um, it's a little fishy for me. No, um, here, uh, here. And Avery will kind of walk forward, letting Kanan kind of like still hold you steady. Um, and will put a hand on either side of your face and is going to use breath of life. So you heal all harm and I get a string on you. And so Avery just kind of keeps a hand on either side of your face and then like slowly like brings her forehead to yours and then takes a step back. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Everything uh, hurts less. Thanks. Yeah, I'm um, trying this new thing where I don't hold back anymore and just kind of let let the raven take uh, control and apparently the raven um, 
or even wanted to help you. Well, tell the raven thanks too. So what the hell happened here? And then I'll turn to Jason and I'll just, I'll just kind of walk up in front of you and go, rain check on dinner. Yeah, maybe next week. But we'll do it. It'll yeah. happen. Maybe next week. And she'll lean in and she'll give you a kiss on the cheek. Hell yeah. And then she'll... Jason does not uh, collapse on the ground this time. Progress. <laughs> While Avery and Jason's feelings have cultivated and grown, our gentle and kind werewolf has experienced the truest form of heartbreak, betrayal, violence, and blood. But that hurt has been their fuel to keep anyone they love from feeling the same wounds. Feel like I would, like, see Alexandria Milligan mm -hmm. and just kind of walk over to her and, like, my icebreaker is I'm going to start talking about the homework we were assigned. And her eyes just light up. I can ride with you. Uh, Jason let me borrow his bike, so. Oh, no, it'll, I think I'll be okay, but but I really appreciate it. And uh, she kind of reaches out and kind of like, you know, puts her, puts her uh, hand like on like the, you know, like, like the crook of your elbow a little bit. Super tense, but like, doesn't pull away, but like that, like nervous, like, ah, uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> well, if you, if you need someone to go with you, I <clears throat> can. Yeah. I if you change your that, mind. But, uh, yeah. So it, it sits down next to Cannon and uh, says, "Hey, hey, uh, how how was the rest of your weekend?" Uh, it was good. Um, yeah, I uh, I managed to uh, spell anti disestablishmentarianism, which frankly has been a hard one, um, but I got it. So nice. They should write a musical about it. They already they did. We talked about this. I know, and I want to see it. You'll have I'll, to let me borrow it sometime or something. I'll see if I can. Yeah, I'll find a copy of it. Uh, Kanan, between uh, uh, second and third period, you are caught by uh, Alexandria. Oh, hey. Hey. Um, so I was curious if maybe, um, and like, like, feel free to say no. I was just wondering if maybe you would want to um, eat lunch with me. Today. Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. That was so decisive of you. I, th I think quick. I, I got quick reflexes. That's that's all. All right. Well, I'll um, I'll see you there. He says, ruined. well, do you, have you ever seen um, the movie uh, Catch Me If You Can? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah, they made a musical of it. Um, what? And, uh, yeah. How do I not know about these musicals? Well, you got um, I'll send you some links. Or uh, if you want to watch one together sometime. Um, but yeah, um, that would be nice. Yeah, and I promise not to sing along. Okay. Oh, and I uh can I go out Saturday? I'm I want to I want to I want to meet a meet a friend. Is Jason or the Savory? Uh neither. There's another friend? Yeah. Um someone I met at the party that um they're going to uh show me a movie that they want me to see. Yeah. Would, would I, this uh be a romantic viewing? I like her. I don't know about all that. I don't... You watch as both of your parents just, like, <laughs> arms out, 
like surround like like come at you from both sides <laughs> and just give you a big hug and it's like this like <laughs> big, is like tight no 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 and they're like oh we love you kid i love you guys too but can you please stop this is wildly awkward awesome so you're heading home mm-hmm. and you got some homework to do yes awesome you sit down and you're doing homework for a while when your phone begins to ring the caller ID reads unknown caller. Weird. Okay. Boop. Hello? Kanan. Hello? Kanan, is that you? I don't... Y- what? I don't Alexandria? Know. You hear a shuffle of the phone. You hear 301 Kellerson and click. <laughs> so, Kanan, you uh, are trucking through this, um, through this warehouse following the scent. You come into a, a, a room. You have there's another sort of one of those big sliding doors that you easily sort of uh, handle out of the way, um, and you see a figure in a chair, hands tied behind the back, and a bag over their head, wearing the clothes that you saw Alexandria in earlier today. Beeline straight to her. Awesome. Say so you uh, run up towards the figure, take the bag off the head. Mm-hmm. You see Alexandria, like cheeks stained with tears, hair kind of all over the place. Kanan, oh my god, what is going on? I don't know. It's gonna be okay. I'm here. My mom's here to help us as well. Gonna get you out of here, okay? Yeah, you sort of flick uh, the one out and rake it through the ropes Mm -hmm. that are behind her, and she's free, and she gets up and gives you just a huge, a huge hug. You're feeling this tight hug, this moment of relief, and then you feel a burning that you have felt only once in your entire life. It is an entire blade that is sheathed in your gut, and you watch her look you in the eye in horror and sorrow, but with purpose and duty. And tears are running down her face as she says, I am so sorry, but I have to do this. Your family is a threat to his glory. And as much as I truly like you, we can't have you stand in our way. Kanan, like, looks down at the at the knife and it's like looking back and forth and like hearing her but not quite processing and just kind of no and darkest self (laughs) so you go charging in and you leap and you mid-air you grab the front of his shirt and the claws just sink in and you just tear out like the base of like his clavicle and take him down he is gurgling as blood is just pouring from the front of this man don't you touch my family and he's like trying to put pressure on the on the wound long enough and he looks at you and he says oh your time will come peace be unto him like a claw machine that i spent a dollar on <laughs> and i kind of like look at it and i just tap it to speaker and just, hello hey uh canaan yeah sorry i'm <clears throat> sick oh okay um hey um 
I, oh God, I, I don't, um, I don't know how to tell you this, but I, I figured you would want to know. Um, I, I'm here at the hospital. I, I, I think I told you that in, in a text message, but, um, uh, Milligan's here. Uh, Alexandria. <laughs> Hangs up. Um. Kanan just texts back, there's something I want to do, but I can meet back up with everyone this evening if we're meeting back up. I text Kanan separately. Kanan, what's that? Kanan texts back, probably a bad decision, but I'm going to go up to the hospital. I'll text back, do you want someone with you? I think this is something I should do by myself, and I think I might get some more answers if I'm alone. Thumbs up emojis. (laughs) All right, I'm going to, I don't knock. I close the door behind me, definitely. All right, you close the door. And I'm just going to, I'm not here to hurt you. Kanan. Hi. Hi? How are you? Okay. How are you? Not so good. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, I'm genuinely sorry. Hey, uh, I got you first, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah. You just Uh, got me a lot harder. Kind of wanted to ask you about that. Did I do something to you? No, I I thought you were wonderful, honestly. Then why did you do that? Because I had to. What are you getting at? Sometimes, along the path to changing the world, you encounter unfortunate obstacles, some of which are easier to quell or to clear out of your way than others, and you are a means to trying to clear one. Like you said, some obstacles are easier than others. I'm not one of those obstacles, and neither is my family or anyone I love. Just remember that I put you here, and the reason you're alive right now is because I let you be. And then I walk out. On your way out the door, you hear goodbye, little lamb. Before the Ooh. door closes, okay. I just I just turn and I say, it's pup. And then I slam the door. Oh, I love that! Our stupendous siren has also always been driven by love. Love for her home, her family, Julian. With deliberate and unyielding focus, she has pursued her goals. And although hurting in her own ways over the condition of her father and partner, will undoubtedly push forward to save everyone. Heart, Xavier says to you. Cipriano. What you doing here? I brought the playlist. Are you that mad? I mean, like, like part of me wants to not have a problem with you, but like you seem to really have a problem with me and my family, so like a little bit. I just think that there's better things to do than go to a family fun center. Okay, then don't fucking go to the family fun center. Why you gotta like drag us on the radio all the fucking time? Hey, drama sells. Uh Uh-huh, and he drinks the rest of his beer and sort of sets it down on the counter. Yeah. How many keys are on this key ring? It's just, you know, like, looks like the the random odds and ends, you know, the key to, you know, key to the liquor cabinet, key to, you know, the random padlocks that they might have on, like, a shed out back. Like, just a bunch of, like, the the random sort of stuff that you don't want to, like, carry on your key ring every day. So... With, you know, your house keys and stuff. Could I take one and they not notice? Yeah. (laughs) I'll do it. Yeah, so right. Isla comes up with the alcohol and finds Xavier and says, Cipriano. Hard. I challenge 
you to a chugging contest. Of what, straight liquor? No, and she turns to Jason. (laughs) I can make more. The recipe's easy. It's whatever you want, and some things you don't. I am going to find the box that has a little bit of the financials in it. Uh, you get one of, you see one of those. You open up. It's got a bunch of like file folders in it. And as you start looking through, you start seeing a lot of uh, medical info. You know, bills and like receipts for a Monica Cipriano. His wife who seems to have uh, received a lot of medical treatment a lot of medical treatment bills that are past due are substantial you find info on divorce proceedings as the timeline uh, uh, you can sort of suss together uh after monica was in remission eventually decided that with her new lease on life was going to leave her unhappy marriage and uh, sort of uh, forge a a new path for herself, leaving uh, Salvatore with the brunt of that medical debt. Uh, And that is most of what you glean through looking through these boxes. Is there anything about what Monica got in the divorce settlement? Uh, I I will think about that and get back to you. (laughs) Because that's a lot of stuff that I didn't have planned. You see sort of littering, littering the shoreline um, small uh, dots from where you're standing, but as you get closer, fish, an unfathomable amount of fish lie dead, motionless, the water lapping over them bright red. The ocean, your home, the place that you have come here to seek out the dangers against it and protect is in a far worse state than you had ever imagined so you sort of just kind of lean over the edge and you see lying on the ground is julian it's my boyfriend can i come up please julian (laughs) yeah of course hey how you doing copy better now uh so yeah xavier walks (laughs) up and goes hey heart hi xavier what are you doing here? You uh, on the radio were like, let's all go look for Austin. We should all go. And so a bunch of people are here to look for Austin. He looks at, at, at Julian. He goes, hi, I don't know you. Xavier Cipriano. How's it going? Uh, uh, yeah, this is this is uh, Julian. Julian, this is Xavier Cipriano. Oh, Cipri- Cipriano, the, the family fun center. This uh, this has been a. Um... It's been good visiting you. Hope it won't be too long before you come back. You're gonna keep looking after them, right? Of course. I promised you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll see you later, Gut. Hey, uh, how are you doing there? Uh, hi, 95.3, Isla Hart, uh, news reporter. Can I ask what's what's happening right now? I didn't know that there was any construction scheduled for today okay yeah no we're just uh we're just clearing out all these old buildings to um you know hope to revitalize the pier you know bring back a little more uh mystique to the town here isla uh you get back and you find a note on the front door it says i think i have something that belongs to you ec and an address is on there as well 
So you go up and you knock on the door, walking up to the door, answering. You see a woman, about five, four, straight black hair. It's sort of like cut out, off at like, you know, like chin length. And she says, oh, hi. Um, are you Isla? I am. Um, hi, my name is, um, my name is Deborah. Um, I think you go to school with my, with, um, with our son, um, Jason. And he kind of gets to that, does the, you know, the, the, the look around. And, like, swings it, so, you know, like, wheels it out a little bit, steps behind it, and seemingly disappears. No fucking way. Um. <laughs> you get uh, uh, just, you know, uh, sort of come around the side of this dumpster, and you see that when he pulled it back, there was, like, I don't know, like a hole cut into the concrete where there are some cement steps leading down to a door with a pretty big, like, padlock on it. And that padlock is, like, backlocked? Yeah, the padlock, like, it, it, it appears to be locked at the moment. Oh, <gasps> I have a key. Oh, my God, I have a key. Get the fuck out of here. Well, here's my question. Here. Do you carry all your belongings with you? Yeah, because uh, I have to move your... out. I'm in, the, I'm in the coat. I just got so sweaty. Okay. Um. <laughs> you have a key. I have a key. You see visualizations of, like, sonar, and it and follows both directions of this of this aqueduct outward and a few moments later you can feel it begin to pull back and not just this thing you sense out it is bringing the sea with it you hear a roar of water start to whoosh whoosh start to fill these tunnels you hear what the hell no no and the sounds of screams of male screams as you can sense someone being pulled down you hear the sounds of cracking stone as you sense that in this process you probably got what you wanted but he may not have been alone okay and although he may be gone the ocean doing what you wished now you are alone with something down here I will turn the water off and take his face in my hands. Julian, Julian, talk to me, please. Are you okay? What happened? Oh. Hi, hi. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let's let's get you up. I'll sit him on the edge of the tub and kneel in front of him. I just need one word. Just one word about what happened. Can you do that for me? The eyes. The eyes. The eyes come. Okay, okay. Yes, and let me ask you a question. What would you do for the people you loved? Anything. Anything. I look to each of you. Hell, I'd do anything for people I don't love. I mean, I kind of already do everything for people I don't know. Then you'll understand when I say that I'm here for a reason. And you're not wrong that something's going on with this town, with these people, and with me. My boyfriend, my father, they're dying. Because of this town, because of these people. That is why I'm here. And that is what's wrong with me. I'll look over to Isla and go... You said that this Ortiz guy was tearing down your home over there? Uh, yeah. He was uh, tearing down the pier. The whole pier? The whole pier. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that doesn't have uh, everything to do with rejuvenating our tourist life and probably some sort of nefarious factor to it. Well, he claimed that it was for Harbervale, but... The more I learn about this Jonathan Ortiz, the more I think that that's not true. People are apparently trying to do things for Harborvale that Harborvale does not want. Obviously. I, um, you don't have your thing anymore. 
the 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 thing that washed up earlier. I'd... It's okay. Uh, it was nice of the ocean to give that to me, but I'll I'll see him soon. Oh, was that your dad's? Yes, was, is. Right. Oh, I'm so sorry. I <laughs> shouldn't have. No, been so fine. careless with my words. I. It helps. Of course it does. I am. Um, I hope you know that what you're doing is so ridiculously brave. Ilo, like, I, I, I've never met anybody with a conviction quite as strong as yours. And, God, you don't know my grandma, so that's saying something. Aren't you doing something very similar? I mean, your family was attacked, and now you're getting to the bottom of it. I'd say you're just as brave. I wasn't there when she was attacked. I, I could have been there. I, if anything, I was more selfish than I've ever been. So we make up for it. We do yeah. it now. We be there now. We be there now. And there is the pier. So we're going there. And if we find this Ortiz, we, what, confront him now? I, I feel like we're really out of our depth here. Leave him to me. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, you know I have your back. Of course. And I have yours. I also think that I probably need to resign from the radio station because we both know that my segment was very, very bad. It wasn't bad it just needed some more rounds right yeah that or less vampires calling in but uh wait what um <laughs> so the lobster shack so the vampires Ooh, yeah we'll, we'll come back to that i promise at a later date fine Make sure this is somewhere safe. Where are you going? To pay a visit. Does that seem wise at this moment? I mean, are you okay? Are you hurt at all? I'm fine. Just have an art project I need to get done. And I will stalk oh, off into the night. I'm gonna get in her way. Move. What are you going to do when you get there? That's none of your concern. It is quite literally my job definition. What do you mean? All I'm saying is that if you go there and you do something that can't be taken back, Someone's going to get an assignment to correct things. And I really don't want it to be me. I'm just scaring him like he's done to me. Scaring him how? Is this scaring leaving a spooky note on his door? Or is this scaring him like taking an arm as a souvenir? I need details before you can leave. You really think I would do that? I think it's been done in this town already. I do, it doesn't matter what I think anymore about what you can do. I need to know what's going to happen. I hadn't gotten that far. Well, maybe you should before you go. Fine. Does toilet papering suffice? That's within the allowed parameters, I think. Then that's the first. <sighs> Isla, you're making this hard. I don't know what you want from me. I want to know that you aren't going to do something dangerous. I need him. My family is still dying. But grant me this piece of revenge. Is that going to bring your family back? Is, is whatever you do there going to make Julian feel better? Is, am I going to get home and he's going to be eating the leftover dip out of my fridge? If you do this? No. I'm not saying we can't do anything to him. Can't, I'm not saying that we don't need to address this. This is a problem. But I want us to make things better, not worse. 
Fine. Fine. Let's figure out what this thing does. Figure out where it came from and why it's here. And we're going to use that information to make an informed decision about what you're going to do. And when you have that information, when you know for a fact exactly what they're up to, it will be so much better. You humans would never last a day under the water. We would not. We would drown. <laughs> but we're not underwater right now. I'll growl and turn back around. What are you doing later? I, I didn't. I haven't thought that. Haven't thought that far ahead. Good. You're busy tonight. Okay. I'll be at your house at seven. Uh-huh. Tell me, uh, will your father be there? Why? Because I don't want him to be. Oh. <laughs> uh, real fast. Isla, as you're sort of walking up on the scene, um, you also receive a text message. Oh, it's don't always know. this for me. It says, hello. My name is Monica Galvin. I think we need to have a conversation. I'll say who? Formerly Monica Cipriano. <gasps> oh my god! Yes, we do. Yes, 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 we do. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. What did What did he do? I think your dad is responsible for basically putting my dad in a coma. Oh. And uh, I think that this town, at least, not, maybe not your dad, but this town, is um, ruining my home. Oh. So, so that's why I came over. He just looks dumbfounded. Like the bedrock of his world has been shaken a little bit. I, I know. It's, it's difficult to believe. Um, but you said you believed in the supernatural, okay. so... Yeah... Yeah. No, that that you know what that's that's cool that you're um that you're like a like a, a mer person. Do you, is that is that like oh, is that an alright yes. term? Oh, okay, cool. So you think my dad is the one doing this? I think he's a part of it. Okay. Well, um yeah, like I said, I do his book sometimes, so like, I'll, maybe I can like take a look for you or something. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I'm good with, I'm good with numbers, so. A threat lurks within the tides and shadow. A disgusting and powerful being who will stop at nothing to hurt our terrific teens. But, luckily... The raven remains vigilant. The women of the Sullivan line are still here, which gives the creature something to fear. I want to. I want to gaze into the abyss. That's what Avery would do right now, um, because she wants to see where he's at. You come up on a scene. You see Austin, who has departed the lo liquor store in downtown uh, you know, a, a paper bag full of things under one arm like a six pack in the other and flashes uh, him seeing his tires flattened 
uh, the sound of, of a trash can land hitting the ground, Hit the look on his face of fear as something approaches him. And then your vision becomes strangely distorted. A writhing mass of tentacles, a horrifying eyeless leer, and you are shunted back to consciousness. And I want you to take one home. She's cool. gonna gaze into the abyss one more time. You sort of watch uh, uh, the sort of like, like a reverse time lapse of the street happen, and you start to uh, uh, begin to see the scene uh, play out a little like you did earlier. Those flashes, those quick flashes of hi- of him arriving at his car, him dropping his bags, him looking horrified, and then you feel what he felt in that moment—a sharp pierce to the stomach. It's tight. It's harsh. And then, like before, your vision blackens as you hear a voice say, Sullivan. And just like before, you are shunted back out of this vision, feeling the pain you felt before. Take a harm. Awesome. So, yeah, so this nightmare plays out. At first, where things actually happened, you walking up, that moment of seeing Jason pocket this bloody obsidian stone that he carries with him and grabbing Shannon by like the ankle and dragging her off. But then the next thing you know, you're looking down at yourself and you're the one who is being drug away. This trail of blood being left behind you. And I'm going to hijack your dream here a little bit. Okay. And next thing you know, you're standing up. Jason is replaced with your grandmother who sits there and goes, I told you, Avery darling, wear this would lead did I not and she grabs your arms forcefully her grip a lot tighter than it should be and she goes didn't I tell you Avery and her hands begin to morph the old lady hands start getting cold green almost scale like with bits of chitin her face begins to morph and shift to this hard plated eyeless face and goes that's what happens to silence and you spike back awake. Take a point of harm. Okay. Okay. I can do that. All right. What is it that you would like to speak about? What did we do? You've told me time and time again that that, that we are monsters and that what we do is, is horrible and, and that we've ruined families. And, and But it's all so vague. Grandma, what did we do and who did we do it to? That's complicated, Avery. Yeah, well, you know what else is complicated? Grandma, something is coming here to Harbourvale. Or maybe it's already here, I don't know. But it is coming here, and it has a grudge against the Sullivans. And I want to know why. (sighs) Avery, I was hoping I would never have to tell you about all this. Um, Can you... Can we... Put a pin in this until after school. There's something I need to... I believe I found it upstairs. I need to track it down and and bring it down here for you. Fine. But can I ask one more thing of you? Yes. When you tell me this information, I want you to be sober. Okay? I can do that. Then I'll see you after school. Just go looking for Granny. So you start walking up the stairs. You hear a thud Mm -hmm. coming from the attic above you. As you get to the top, you notice that the collapsible stair that would lead up to your attic is unfurled. So you you walk upstairs, Mm -hmm. and within a few moments of getting there, your grandmother is on the floor, 
Grandma, 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 can you hear me? Grandma, it's it's me. I'm here. Are you okay? Avery. What what happened? It's still here. You hear. But you don't see the, the form of it, just sort of the legs that are standing there, one sort of clicking against the, the, the wood of the, the attic. Um, get, get out of here. On the side of this sort of cuttlefish head, you see two just bulbous eyes. So I like try to push that up a little bit and I just look, I'm trying so hard to look past this creature, like into whatever I felt take that string. And I just go, what are you afraid of? Your vision almost through the eyes of this thing down this strange tunnel of writhing energy and you get a glimpse of yourselves, you, and it's your grandma and it's her grandma. And you watch this image of the Sullivan line as it just shrivels back and forth, uh, back and back and back, every raven that has existed in your line. Okay, okay. And it, and you, and you are back in this moment of fight or flight. Um, I'm going to take the fire poker that's kind of aimed at like the chin area and I'm going to go for it, like actually lash out this time and just try right. and, like jugular of this. Uh, so you do this and you watch this creature, not itself, but like almost by proxy become fright. And so you stick this thing into it and it gets a glimpse of you, the true you, what lies behind the flesh itself. You've got this poker in the ground and it tears its own flesh away to get out of this thing as it and blasts through that board that sits in the, the, the wall of your attic and is gone. As you are flying, you hear in your head, nosy, aren't we? And it's almost this echo that's happening inside the old noodle. So Avery screams, but I'm a raven. So it's like, I think the last time that a raven tried that, things went wrong. And I'd like to read this note to all of you because I I don't know what happened back then, but I I do know that I think we need to be prepared because something is going on. <sighs> okay. Um, I feel as though my mind is slipping. Corruption and madness seem to be waiting for me around every corner. The raven grows restless. It tirelessly seeks the truth, to uncover the dangers kept hidden. Whatever this group, or this cabal, in the shadows is planning, I must put it to an end because all is lost. The aqueducts below the town seem to hold more than the town's water. I will fix this, for Harbor Vale, for my family, for all who come after, at whatever cost. So the door... Al Avery again. Opens. Do you step inside? I do. I'm right behind her. The room you see before you does not fit for where you are. It is near lavish. There are nice carpets and furniture and desks spread throughout this almost round room. And as you venture in, there are documents laid out. There are books. There is a Honestly, at the moment, still burning fireplace in here. <laughs> and upon the walls, you see around the circular, like the precipice of the ceiling of this room, you see a bunch of 
symbols in a language that you do not know. And hanging above the fireplace, you see a like a banner or like a tapestry that is hanging that says the watcher in the waves the boiled god um and awesome. yeah I, I will write a note and it basically what does it say hello if you're reading this you know that we found this room and we found the information inside of it we are not afraid of you and we are not afraid to get in your way and to unravel whatever plot it is that you are trying to accomplish here we will stop you i know what you're afraid of and i'll sign it avery and then I'll, like, hand the pen to anyone else who wants to sign. Because as you make your way outside this room, you hear, The children have come to play. And it's echoing from somewhere down here. Avery, this is the voice you've heard in your dream, in the visions you've gotten. But something is down here with you, and it's coming for you. And Avery, it comes rocketing towards you. Hit, hit me Never with more. Everyone. So, yeah, you... <laughs> I mean, it's dark in this water, and it takes you just the briefest moment. It's closer to you than you were hoping for it to be, and you see this shelled, hard face, uh, no eyes, uh, appear almost right in front of you, claws stretched out to grab you, and you look it in the faceplate and let off Nevermore. What uh, What do they see? I trap them in, I think, um, the nightmare is that they're swimming, but then all of a sudden water is gone and they are on a desert with nothing, no, no, any moisture anywhere to be found. And skeletal ravens are just like picking at it, like hundreds of them in this like tornado almost. And then I get the fuck out of the water. <laughs> well, look, my grandmother was a bit of a strange woman and we never quite saw eye to eye. She and, and my mother had friction, and we never quite understood why, and then she just disappeared. And then it made sense after, you know, uh, things started changing for me, you know, in the, yeah. in the car variety. I, yes, I know. Okay, just wanted to be sure. <laughs> but some strange things were happening around town, and then she vanished, and we never understood why, and... Apparently, she was on to something similar to what you are on to now. So it, it's a lot of, it's just a lot of rambling about what, what was happening at the time and... I don't know if you can still hear me through your dead minion, but this is what will happen if you mess with the Sullivans. And then I'll get up, grab the journal, and walk away. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Well, let's see if I can read this. Um, whispers. They follow me. Make me distrust whether my mind is truly my own. Every mental tendril attempting to wrench my sanity from me. I've been lashing back as much as I can, but time is short. There is powerful old magic at play as well as powerful people. They're building something, a bridge to the sea. I pray I can end this before more lives are lost. Oh, huh. and I flip the page and I go, well, I definitely know what this one says. And I will hold it up to you at the same time that I say, know its name. Sometimes 
Things can be even more frightening than a monster with sharp claws. A good lie, for instance. A lie that makes people believe what you want and shields their eyes from the truth. In regards to our rowdy reaper, his eyes have been cleared and justice shall be distributed. Jason is probably been at his desk working and like leans back in his chair like closes his spark notes tab for his book report maybe it'll be a clue and i i need to do this anyway and i'm just gonna like walk up walk over kind of scoop up the stone in my hand and i'm gonna walk down to the living room of our of our house uh, and go up to the fireplace in the center of it Mm -hmm. and i'll set the stone down uh in kind of like the the area of the fireplace. I can't think of the word for it right now, but like where it comes out a little bit. He kind of like gets very still and somber for a moment again. And it has like that kind of same energy of when he's using his convene. Uh, he's going to reach into his back pocket. And then it's just going to hack away at the stone. Like the, the, like the ceremony of it is completely broken, but he's just going to like start smacking at it with like the points of the pendulum. Uh, and once it starts, once it's starting to crack all over, Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason stands up uh, and gives it one last stomp and it like woofs out like if you like stomped on a mushroom like one of those like big spore mushrooms mm-hmm. outside and like the dust like kind of like disperses around him and he soaks in the message. Yeah so that, that, that it sort of it, it poofs out and sort of uh, uh, lifts um, and as it sort of touches your head you uh, receive your next assignment. Shannon Garrity Succubus. Termination. Yeah, while you sit down, you get a text from your father, um, who you haven't seen for, like, a few days now. It says, Mom said you got a job. Have you opened it yet? Uh, I'll text back and say, Yep, one Shannon Garrity. Haven't found her, but I opened it. Whoop. All right, get to work. The boss is like a quick job done. Uh... What exactly am I taking you to today? Um, okay. So I've told you a little bit of like what my family does, right? Of just like we're kind of, we make sure that anything that's a little bit out there doesn't get to a point where it's dangerous. Or, or should I say stuff that's, uh, stuff that already has become dangerous, we remove it. Right. So, uh, what'd this person do? Um, well, they are, and we, we're not necessarily going to, you know, do the, the whole sports game today, but, uh, we at least, I at least want to check it out, because I gotta do that. Um, but they are a succubus. And they did, and Jason like looks out the window and like flat has like a flashback to the moment where he was sitting in his dad's office doing research on Kanan's aunts and had like full access to the family archives and databases and did not look up this person um, and continues. And they did, you know, succubus things. You can, <laughs> you can assume where that went. So yeah, you flip this thing out, catch it like around your, your your ankle or your knee, whatever you said, and you sort of just let it rock it out, and you just clip her square like in the back, 
and she does that very dramatic, like, you know, person who's running away and gets shot in the back, like, <sighs> like where the back arches and they sort of, uh, you know, flop down uh, in, in, onto the, the asphalt and uh, you, you, you hit her pretty hard and she is on the ground at the moment. What do you do? Um, so, so Jason has a process for this. Okay. Um, where once, once he, once I see that she's like not booking it away anymore, I like reach into my other pocket and I just like pull out a set of earbuds and put them in, like connected to my phone. And I like, while like letting the pen, the rope dart swing by my side a little bit, I like scroll through my phone and, uh, I put on the song, One More Kiss Dear from the Blade Runner soundtrack. And Jason just, like, takes a deep breath and, like, lets it out. And, like, his eyes, like, open back up. And they're, like, a little bit glazed over. Like, he, like they aren't, like, fully open. But he's just going to, like, start, like, winding the pendulum up again. And, like, once it's up to full speed, just is going to attack her again on the ground. You hit her again. And she, uh, you don't even hear it, but she, like it, you can see it. She lets out just like a, a, a scream of utter pain and fear as you pull the dart back out. And are you, are you going to, are you finishing the job here? Yeah, I'm going for it. Like after that one, okay, uh, I like for like the next hit, I'm going to like toss the 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 dart on the end of the rope up. I'm just gonna like yank it up, and I'll just like grab it in my hand. Oh, so you have it like like dagger yeah. style? And I'm just gonna go up and just like go to just, finish just the kill job. Shot it, okay. Yep. It's coup de As as soon as we sit in the car. Uh, Jason's like, you were supposed to go back to the car. Come on. I heard screaming, and I figured that you would benefit from a distraction. So I caused one. I, thanks. I guess I, look, I appreciate you helping me with like finding her, but it's, and to be fair, I did say that we probably weren't going to play the whole game today. Um, that didn't happen, but... Ah, you don't have to say anything, Yikes. Jason. Ha, you are you good? Um, you they um, weren't supposed to see that. They were dangerous, right? Yeah, yeah. No, every every one that I get um is like someone who's already been dangerous. Then I'm okay. Oh, all right, okay. I could really use some buffalo chicken dip, though. Like really bad. Same. Yeah. Oh. He sits down behind his desk says i need you to tell me everything about the job you just completed um the 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 one with with shannon right yes yes uh okay you text you texted me that you were working on it was that completed right yes it is done um we i found her at uh the lucky clover grocery mart in jacobsville and what she like ran off but i caught up to her and finish the job what did her file say leading up up to you executing the job i mean the the message stone that came in just said that she was a succubus set for termination that's kind of what i acted on you didn't do any other cursory research well i i figured out where to find her and then that was it is there a problem with her? I asked you last night if you have uh, been thorough in your information gathering of your missions. Did I not? Yes. Well, had you followed through and <clears throat> looked up the information as you were supposed to, how I trained you 
to, you would have noticed this. And he turns his computer around. You see that her file is obliterated. It's almost like every line it has, it like, has been like redacted. It is just a, a jarble of like random characters and nothing is legible. Huh, that's never happened before. My thoughts exactly, which is concerning. How does this even happen? Like who has access to this system that would be able to do this? My thoughts exactly. And he gets up and he sort of walks around his office there is a lamp that is on in the corner of his study that he goes and he picks it up and he puts it into a drawer in one of the tables. I don't think things are running the way they should, son. <laughs> At the end of the day, that target I don't believe should have been your target. However, had you done the work as you were supposed to, this could have been brought to our attention earlier, and an innocent person may not have needed to die. Now we're going to clean this up. Jason is just, does not respond. What do you mean the system does, isn't working? I've suspected for a time that the home office is compromised. How do you suspect that for a time? How long have you been suspecting that? Jason, when things are so, if I take sand from this beach, just down the road, and I take sand from a beach on the other coast, and I put them both in a bottle and I shake them, it takes time to separate the two. And what has tainted our organization is systemic at this point. But, but you still, you still know that you have a bottle of sand. You couldn't tell me that there was a bottle of sand here, that there was... I didn't tell you there was a bottle of sand, but I gave you the tools and the methodology to figure out which sand was the... I've lost the analogy we're trying to say here. I would hope that you would have heeded your lessons and done the work, Jason. I get that, okay? I fucked that up. I get it. I get that. You, when we're doing this kind of work, you can't not tell me when something is wrong. That's like, this is, I don't need to tell you how important and how dangerous this is. I can't not know that there's an issue if I'm doing this kind of stuff. I understand that what you're probably feeling right now is tremendous. And I would not wish this on anyone, what I'm sure you're feeling right now and that is why I have tried to take this to take care of this myself as much as I can perhaps you're right I should have told you I'm sorry oh great we're both sorry this this report this report on it on Francois says that that he used he worked his way up from previously the department that like sends out you know assignments to us so if he still has connections there i mean it's possible that he could be setting up fake assignments you mean like yeah i mean like oh like is is this is this a thing that you'd rather not the, talk about or the uh uh the 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 last assignment that i got put on was uh fake someone made it up sends it through the channels and it got completed by me. Now, do we know that it's him or they have a file on him? Maybe they're pulling strings somehow or 
they've got someone on the inside that's acting like him? Like, how do do we know for a fact it's him yet? What if they're we blackmailing don't. him? That too. I mean, we gotta... This is kind of one of those weird things where I feel like we need to keep our options open, for lack of a better term. Let's not jump to a conclusion yet. Let's just keep trying to gather info. info. Yeah, um, no, I think... Uh, in times like this, it is definitely good to double and triple check before we go after this guy. So. And he, he sits there and you know tries to like unfold it and you know it's very like crackling. Pulls, yeah, pulls the pulls the page open. All right, this makes a lot of sense. I guess I've been looking into um, what we were discussing the other night, and I. Um, Seems to be some shenanigans happening in the um, assignment department, essentially. The people who send out, um, well, your assignments. And if he has friends in there, he might have pull. And if they're... Yeah, it, we, I skimmed through it and it said that he like, used to work in, this de- in that department, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's saying this. Yeah, it's saying it here. And I feel like it's safe to assume that whatever, wherever you and your friends found... Probably is connected to this group that uh, Kanan's aunt Katrina was talking about. And if they're keeping an eye on Francois, perhaps they've... He's either working with them or they have something on him. And he's used some pull to influence the assignments that are going out. Our willful werewolf has faced a great deception of their own. One meant to turn family against family. But they didn't let that control them. They rent away the veil with their claws, and now the wolf has nose to scent and is hunting for prey. As you uh, are like walking up the stairs of your front porch, you hear a car door sort of shut um, on the street behind you, uh, and you hear... A uh, a feminine, albeit uh, a, a deeper but feminine voice, say, "Is that my little nephew?" Uh, and you turn around and see a woman that you do not recognize, but she does pay a striking resemblance to your mother, Delphine. And she goes, uh, "Oh, you don't have anything to say to your aunt Katrina?" Uh, hey, hey, Aunt Katrina, how are you? Wh- Hi. You hear the. Of your mother's footsteps. I get uh, out of the way of the door. And the door flies open and your mother is looks angrier than you've probably ever seen her. As she comes up, she said, what the fuck are you doing here? Look, I just wanted to come and meet my family, okay? You've kept me away long enough, but the pack has to stick together, right, sis? Are you okay? I'm doing all right now, yeah. Uh, is there anything I can do or... Stay away from me out. That's about, that's all I can really ask of you at the moment. Okay. Um, is there something I should know? Your aunt is destruction. She shows up a place, she tears a bunch of people apart, and then she leaves. Kanan, as you step outside, you see a familiar car that is in the parking lot, the door of which opens, and you see your Aunt Katrina step out. Hey! Hey, kid! There you are! I've been sniffing you out all day. It's good I finally found you. Look, I don't know what's going on between you and my mom, 
but I just think it's best if we not do whatever this is. Sorry, you seem nice enough to me, but I just don't think this is a good idea, and I don't like going against my parents' wishes, so... God, they got you tightly wound over there, don't they? What do you want from me? Well, your family, so I would like why, to say... Why hey. now? I figured at this point you were kind of old enough to make your own uh, choices, not just what old Delphi says. Well, I mean, I trust my mom. Well, your, your mother's not as puritanical as she leads you to believe. Don't say that. Don't say what? Your, that your mom's done some fucked up shit too? Don't talk about my mom. <sighs> All right, kid, I'm not going to stop trying. My family's here. I'm going to get to know my family. I think, I think maybe it's time you find a new family. How about that? My family is my family. You're lucky. You get to be a part of that family. But I will have my family, kid. And she sort of pets you like you would a dog. And she walks up. And you get a bunch of things for a Katrina Cortez who has a a history to say the least katrina has been like on watch lists and then like has been somehow negotiated getting taken off the watch list only to get put back on a couple of months later and uh, so she has been like riding the dagger's edge with like your home office for mm -hmm. decades at this point Morning. What if I could take care of that second part? Okay, man, I'm going to be upfront with you, and I'm afraid you'll look at me differently if I say this, but I had an idea. She killed a bear, which, holy shit. Uh, That's pretty and, hardcore, yeah. And my parents seemed unbothered by it. Their, their whole thought was just, oh, well, thank God it's not a human. Um, And I'm afraid that it'll escalate to that point, and... I'm even more afraid that it'll be someone that you or I or our family or someone we know. That's a really bad thing, man. So I was thinking on your next job, if I could come with you and after you make that person take a nap, you could take whatever you need for your general manager or something. I don't know, man. And I could make it look like someone like me got to the body and then my parents would think it was her and they would do something or if your family thinks somebody it was her then that's two families that want to take care of it look I know everything you think I've done um start this do you remember the uh girl i was seeing when i was when i was about 19 um gabrielle uh, ortiz we were out being um just being stupid kids an accident happened she didn't make it her dad her dad jonathan he um is a, a, a land developer i um was not happy obviously guys you kicked me out and you you shunned me and um no i i'm not angry about that with you because that kept you safe because the farther i was from you the more alienated i was the more alienated you all made me was the punishment they wanted for me i promise you 
that although I played along and I made you think what they wanted you to think, I... That's not me, sis. It's not. I love my family. I love them more than anything. Your aunt uh, gets up, like, off the couch. You okay? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it was just... Oh, just a bad dream. That's all. Okay. That's all. Sorry. It's fine. Just, you know, you need anything, talk to, you, talk to your mom. I mean, I'm here. I don't, don't know if you want to talk to me about anything but which i get um but you got how do you how do you keep it under control what you know what i'm talking about that's a hard question the wolf is um strange the wolf's will can be nigh unbreakable canaan that's why your will has to be completely unbreakable so make it serve you okay 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 thank you look Look at how much it takes to get you to lash out. Look at how far they had to push you. There are so many people who would have done what you've done for far less reason. You're not a bad person. This is just a bad day. I hate to admit it, but I lost control. Jason tried to help me, and he got hurt because of it. But it's over now, and he's not going to hurt anyone else. Yeah, I, you're right about that. Hey, Kanan, um, I think you and I are alike in a very unique way. We have something inside of us that has the potential to completely take over. Yeah. Yeah. But what I also know is that you have the strongest moral code of anyone that I've ever met. And if anyone can keep a balance, it's you. I'm trying, man. I'm really... I'm trying. But I'm gonna look around the house to see if I can find any information or anything about who the fuck these people are, because I can't keep doing this. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, you've uh, you've had to deal with your fair share of milligans. And there's a third that might be on their way home. And I promised Jason that if someone else shows up, I'm just gonna leave. That's a so. that's a great promise. Good good job, Jason. I already. I already broke one promise, so I don't want to do two in the same night. I'll at least space them out over a couple days, and I'll, like, look over at Jason and wink a little bit. The most incredible part of our terrific teens is that no matter how dire things have appeared, how bleak, how frightening they may have seemed, they have at all times been able to find some light some joy, and a heap full of humor. Hey, can I drive, man? That's where it's Cans at. of the dry. Let's get that sponsor, you guys. Hey. Miller High Life and Canada Dry. <laughs> Secrets brought to you by Miller High Life and Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Mix them together for your own forever stew. <laughs> 
I'm gonna run into the window. <laughs> Just full speed? Not full speed, no! But, Lash you know, <laughs> enough to... I thought you enough. Like, you know, I thought you were about to do, like, creepy omen, like... <laughs> well, that's, that's the plan. That's what I want the effect to be. But I don't, okay. I'm not trying to go full speed. I'm just trying to maybe, like, distract LC and see, like, you know what I mean? Um, just fly up and tap it with a wing. <laughs> and then slide I, down. I mean, I'm actually, I'm going to, like, act legitimately run into it. Um, okay. But, like, not, so, not full speed. <laughs> okay, so you hit this window, not at full speed, but Should I roll to it. lash out physically against this window? Why not? <laughs> Fuck that window up. Fuck that <laughs> window up. No! <laughs> Was that a failure? Oh, no. Yeah, it's a fail. Yeah, that window fucked you up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's just a, a, a moment of just... <laughs> boom, and you <laughs> bounce off and just... Do, 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 down the rest of, like, the, the, the roof. And, like, luckily, like, land in the gutter. Just kind of, like, twitching a little bit. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Ow, 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 ow. Uh... A 16. How? <laughs> I rolled a 9 and a 5, and I have a 2 of a hot. A 9? Right How'd you roll a 9 and a 5? Is it a 6? That's a 6. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did you roll a 9 oh, and a 5? Oh my god. I want god. to crawl in a hole and not come out. <laughs> I was like, oh, this so is amazing. <laughs> oh my god. I'm trying to think of the best person to give you things that's not Xavier because I feel like I have talked to Xavier a lot. And Xavier uh, with Julian would be awkward. Yeah, it would be awkward. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? I think oh, no. reasons. <laughs> I was. I think <laughs> yeah. You were like, it's gonna be awkward. I'm like, then do it. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go take a look and um, I'll text you if I see. Anything. But be subtle about it. I'm cool now. I'm I'm really cool. I'm 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 in it. I'm gonna go. Cool. Okay. I, I'm cool. You're saying you're saying you're cool a lot more than a cool person would. That's Shut up! I'm, I'm cool. Saying. Yeah, I think I think when Jason gets back up to the kitchen, also, he is like he's getting all the ingredients and he like sets them all out in front of him and he's got like a mixing bowl or whatever, and his hands are on his ca- on the counter. And then after looking at the ingredients for a moment, he's like, "Oh my God, Ilard is in my house." <laughs> Why is what? I didn't do any cleaning. My room's. She's not gonna see my room. That doesn't matter. But it feels like the vibes are gonna spread out. Fuck. Uh, I will tentatively scoop a buffalo chicken dip and crunch. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is so good. What is that? Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not. But I heard that. Uh, do you know the guys who uh, who own the, the 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 German deli in town? It's like an old guy and his grandson. Uh, sure, they do some ads on I radio. Heard, yeah, I heard their pet Pomeranian got swept away. Oh my god, not Schnitzel. Yeah, is that is that what his name was? Yeah, he's in the ads on the radio. He barks at the end. Oh, is that that's okay? Oh, we lost fame then. Yeah, now I'm the only uh, one left. And yeah, I go away. <laughs> awesome. Are you going anywhere else? Um, by the time I'm probably finished with that conversation, Bash is probably gone, so I'll save him for another day. Um, okay. And yeah, I will. I'll go to fly home, but I do want to make my grandma wait a while, so I'll like f- make a couple laps over Harpervale. Okay. You don't want me to roll snake eyes. 
All right, so Kanan. What are you doing <laughs> to me? What are you doing? <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, you do. Uh, do you end up uh, tagging Mark in? Yeah, I'll let him do the last half. Awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you sort of as you're leaving the studio, you go. Hey everybody, this here is Mark Dantes with the Deep. Not a three point five. He's so cute. Playing today's hip music for all you uh, hip and happening teens out there. <laughs> Here is this feller named Eminem. She call she uh, reaches out for your hand. Um, and one second, one second, one second, one second, one second. Is he coming? I'm scared. Is he coming? Is there a prop? Did he roll snake eyes at all? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, a note. Okay. <laughs> ah, the joys of marriage. Jesus Christ! And she puts that in your hand. <sighs> um, I think Jason is now just like thinking about whether or not Isla has soup. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember if if. I don't think he's had a, a, a soupy interaction with her. You haven't had a soupy interaction, but I don't think so. But like your dad brought I was gonna someone say, I think, the, home. I think the suspicion comes from just like the fact that she is in my basement right now yeah. with with my dad, like my family housing her. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know if she's got soup, but she definitely works in the kitchen. Um, so <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit! My God! I, mean, I did live in a restaurant, so. <laughs> Hey, I'll just like I'm just gonna call downstairs. Isla, if you're here, everyone else is too. There's buffalo Peeks dip. Peek my head out. <laughs> yeah, you hear <laughs> up the basement steps, the, the door open up, scampering She's up on like all fours. I perch on the edge of the couch like a gargoyle. <laughs> Absolutely. We could perhaps do that. Then our foe may be able to, as well. Right. And specifically, if they determined who did such a thing would maybe come after you in force, if this is an important thing. It's fine. It's not like you, you know, wrote like a letter or something, right? Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Focus. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it was so badass. Yeah, we definitely didn't sign it with our names either. Like, yeah, no. We didn't taunt them and then tell us who we were. <laughs> you didn't give them the fucking middle finger and go, here's my name, by the way. We fucked up your place. Signed, Josh Groban. You can't, you can't dox us if we dox us. <laughs> oh it's a power play is what it is. Oh, man. Uh, gorgeous. Uh, awesome. So, uh, roll me a cold. Burr. <laughs> Burskies. Set no! up snake eyes. Sir. <laughs> Please tell me your cold yeah, is plus five. <laughs> God, I wish. You, you go, let me ask the C. And you sit there and kind of focus. <laughs> and then it's just... Swoosh! You just kind of get hit by like a, a nice chunk of water that has skipped up and kind of... Poof, is that it how just, it like, uh, transfers its information to you or something? I think it's mad at me. Oh. Yeah, uh, I'll do... I'll come down, uh, re-Avery. 
unbird. I don't know. How, how do I like? How do we like to say that? Do I unbird or do I re Avery? You unshift. Oh, that that sounds cooler. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with we'll go with that one. Um, so you unshift. <laughs> yeah, let's cut out all of that part of me sounding dumb, and we just. All right. Well, well why, why don't you say it, Dave? Give us another never, another take of it. So I come down and I unshift. I'm re. I'm using all of that. Audio. <laughs> that sounded really cool. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like holding Stains it under the the hand dryer. Uh, <laughs> as you're trying to um, go, a lot of the pages are kind of gross. Yeah. But hold on a minute. Hold on. A minute. Another note. <laughs> this time I'm prepared. <laughs> I was there. It is. I was gonna say it's not the same without. Oh, it's crumpled. Without us hearing. Hold on, hold on, hold on! Hold on. <laughs> like just in the distance. This is my favorite thing. I can't, I can't wait for when Zach has to give one of us <laughs> a note okay. and just drives all the way to a different. At the con. Six hours of. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Same time because yeah. he sent it to you. <laughs> or at the con, he's just gonna start dealing out everything. As you're delving back into the book, one second, one second, one second, one Twice? second. Twice? The pages have dried a little bit and things have settled. Twice? Two in the this same one's night. This one's coming to me. <laughs> one second, one hour, one. Yeah. Oh, hello there. Thank you. I was you. convinced there for a second. If I had pulled out a I would have. Man, I, this is. <laughs> <I would've... laughs> All right. Let's see if I can read this. I made it. Another page is able to read. Awesome. So you you you, you crow out uh, and you, Raven. Well, no, like the sound of a crow, Fine. like when you know, like you know, like I prefer call. Fucking pan can't fly, can't crow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, a woman. You can see the resemblance to Jason uh, as she kind of does the look around, looks down. Oh, hello. I what are you doing here? Fly right past into oh, the house. Oh, uh, oh, there's a there's a crow in the house. Um, mm. She clo she cl closes the door. Not a fucking crow. <laughs> Darkest self again. <clears throat> Kanan just leaves the room. Were you a crow? Um, raven. I was a I was a raven. Um, I. I, you know, I, I shouldn't hold that against you. I only told you once uh, in, a, in a car, and it was after something happened, so I, you might not have remembered it. Thank you so much again for listening to this episode of These Silent Secrets. It's been one year, a whole year. You all have made it a fantastic one. So one last time, from the bottom of all of our hearts, we'd just love to say thank you. We love you. And we'll see you again soon. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.